Happy New Year, everybody. This is Weight Loss and the Mind 2.0. And uh, it's a very, very special edition because uh, Matt has uh, traveled to Hawaii. And it's really funny because I was there the week and a half before he got there. And it's kind of like we're tag team in Hawaii. It'll never be the same. Aloha, Matt. How are you doing today? Great, Scott. Aloha to you, too. <laughs> so you were up at uh, the top of a couple of volcanoes while you were there. Yes, I was. One of them active and uh, the rest inactive. Uh, the, the one that's my favorite is actually inactive. It's on the uh, island of Maui, which uh, Maui is considered the top island in the world, I think according to National Geographic. Uh, but that mountain uh, is 10,028 feet up. It's called uh, Mount Haleakala, which means Whoa. House of the Sun. House of the Sun. House of the Sun. And well, so 10,000 uh, feet up, I guess they'd think it was right there with the sun, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, and the magnetic pole on this mountain was, was incredible. I mean, they... Uh, I could feel it when I got up there, not just from the elevation, that there was, there was something different um, about the energy there. And then I read that compasses and such don't work at that level because of the magnetic, uh, the magnetism going on there. So wow. it was um, it was a tremendous place to strike a number of poses. Everywhere I go, I strike poses. And uh, very quickly before we talk about that, I think that's one of the things you wanted to address today, but on the island of Hawaii, which is the, otherwise known as the Big Island, uh, yeah. we went to uh, Mount Kilauea, which is still active, been active and uh, lava flowing for 27 straight years. So we uh, even took a helicopter ride right over it, and we walked up to a spot in the evening. You can uh, you can watch it flowing into the ocean, um, and it, the, the smoke is very toxic, as you can imagine, but yeah. it's even more toxic once it hits the ocean, because the sulfur and the carbon dioxide turn into hydrochloric acid, so, uh, whoa, <laughs> yeah, but this, uh, this lava flow in the last 27 years has added 873 more acres to the big island, can imagine. So, so it's growing. It's growing, yeah. So to to be in a place where you can see lava flowing uh, live in the evening is is very interesting. And let me know, I was truly visiting a hot spot. <laughs> yeah, and there you go. <laughs> well, one of the things that you and I talk about often, and you brought it up a few minutes ago, was how we've we seem to be trained, or the, the common knowledge seems to be the way to get fit is to move the body. And, of course, that's because so many people in our society lay on a couch all day, and that's, we're not talking about laying on a couch. But, you know, you've got to get out and run, you've got to get you know bike, and you've got to swim, and, and those are all great exercises and everything else. But... They're not. Uh, it's to the detriment of other ways of, in, my, in our opinion, or in my opinion anyway, of of getting fit. And 
the, the whole concept of getting fit by not moving. And I guess, you know, when you think about it, our society, I'm, I'm, right now I have a picture in my head of a commercial I saw of the streets of this city, and it could be any city in the world, where they've speeded up the video, where these cars are just whipping by and all you see are the lights going. And mm-hmm. that's almost the way most people think you've got to exercise. You've just got to go, 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 go. And uh, you and I have, have looked at, well, as you know, I love hot yoga. And what do we do in hot yoga? We don't move a lot. But I'll tell you, that's the hardest hour and a half I spend every day or every week or when, however often I go uh, that I've ever done. And I've done weights and I've, I've ran under six-minute miles and I've done lots of hiking in the mountains and I'm, I'm biking and I love doing all that stuff. But I've done all that stuff for years and I've never seen a difference in my belly. And six months of hot yoga and my abs start to show, right? So, yeah, no question. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it absolutely is amazing. And uh, personally, I don't do yoga in the sense of uh, the label yoga, uh, meaning Ashtanga yoga, this yoga, that yoga. But yoga simply means uh, union of mind and body. And so mm-hmm. if find yoga as any exercise in which there's a union of mind and body, well, man, I've been doing yoga for a long time. So because all the exercise I do, that is the key, whether I'm walking, whether I'm running, whether I'm swimming. And, in fact, uh, a book I read years ago, I believe the title was Swimming Yoga. And so uh, just like in, um, in China, Gong Fu, you know, Kung Fu. It means the discipline of or hard work of anything. It doesn't mean martial arts. So you can have good cooking Gong Fu. You can have good love-making Gong Fu, et cetera, et cetera. That's what it means. And so you have you have uh, yoga of sex as well. You have uh, the yoga of... Um, uh, uh, of the types of different yoga which you hear about, like I said, Ashtanga or hot yoga or power yoga and so on. But if a person is doing, let's say, Tai Chi, that's yoga in the sense of the union of mind and body. And if the person right. is doing Shaolin martial arts, the same thing applies. Uh, but uh, in Qigong and Neigong and the Chinese terms, yes, same idea. So there's the label of yoga, oh, he's, he's doing yoga, but then there's the reality of yoga, which is if I'm, and, and you saw me at my recent seminar when I sat in a chair and wrote a sales letter for uh, my new product, Weight Loss Without Willpower, uh, based on the way I was sitting and breathing and the relaxation in my body and the focus and concentration, that was like doing writing yoga. Uh, right. And it was the same thing. And, and people, one one person in the in the uh, crowd, who happens to be a medical doctor, and has studied various forms of yoga for years, had to comment uh, afterward that if he wanted to start an earthquake in a room, he would sit the way that I was sitting, because the he could feel and everyone else in the room could feel. Uh, coming off me 
was generated by the posture that I was in. And so yoga is more than, or, or this whole idea of union of mind and body through poses, is more than just getting into a pose and, okay, it's hard or it's difficult or whatever. No, getting into the pose is a, is a tool that changes the energy in your body and around you. And so... And Matt, when that happens, does that affect your mind? Absolutely. Every cell of your body and everything that goes into what we would call your mind is positively affected. And because our minds are in sort of uh, dancing around and, and swimming around in the current of everyone else's mind, that explains then how if I sit in a certain way or stand in a certain way, it will also have an effect on everyone around me. And so mm-hmm. somebody has bad posture when he walks, sits, or stands, you'll treat that person in a very different way than if the person has really good posture. And the same thing with the way people dress externally. What clothes do people wear? You will you'll treat them differently. You'll treat people differently based on the car that they drive. And it all takes place at a subconscious level, and it takes place yeah. automatically. And well, know- and you know, Matt, there was a there was a great study that that just absolutely ties in with what you're saying. They took a bunch of crooks, pickpockets, thieves con men that had been uh, in jail, that were in jail, and they showed them crowd shots, one, they, you know, individually, right? So this one guy would go in a room and he'd see a picture of people in a crowd, and he was asked, who would you rob? Who would you con? And yeah. the guy would say, this one, that one, this one, right? right? And then they went and they looked and they said, okay, there's 20, go- 20 con men, 20 crooks, 20 pickpockets, who did they pick? And they all picked the same people. Yes, exactly. Because the person who can be conned or ripped off, etc., is sending out a vibration based on the, his facial appearance, his body language, and the, even, you could say, the aura that that somebody else is able to sense and feel. It's, it, when Hannibal Lecter, remember the movies, The Silence of the Lambs and yeah. And the sequel to that was, uh, what was the sequel to it? Uh, uh, Hannibal, Hannibal, or, it, it's escaping me right now, but the, in the sequel, where Hannibal Lecter was out of the jail, and he um, was doing his cannibalism thing uh, out in the open, it was an interesting thing because he was walking down the street one day, and there was a guy who was pursuing him and to arrest him. His job was to find him and to arrest him. And I was sitting there with the medical doctor watching this, and he was calling the shots play by play, what's going to happen next. Now, he'd never read the book prior to or anything, but... Mm-hmm. This is a psychiatric doctor, but he knew what was going to happen, and he knew that Hannibal Lecter could sense that there was somebody who was pursuing him, 
And how did he know? And that was the question. It's like, how the hell did he know that? Of course, you can say, well, it's just a movie, but movies are a reflection of life. Uh, and he said, well, if a, if some great fighter walks into a room or some good martial artist walks into a room, but you don't know the person's name, do you not instantly know, oh, there's somebody like me? I said, yeah, absolutely. He goes, how long do you need to know? I said, you instantly know. Okay, he says, well, you're dealing with a guy who's schizo, paranoid, whatever you want to call it, psychotic. A psychotic instantly recognizes other psychotics. Uh, <laughs> right. A thief instantly recognizes other thieves. And they, they know all the signs. And, and so this is the same idea, too, is that the opposite is, is that, uh, Somebody who's a scavenger, a pickpocket, a thief, or whatever, instantly recognizes who who the prey is. Who can be? I should instead of a instead of scavenger, maybe predator. Somebody who's a predator knows who the victims are or the potential victims are. And so when you hold these poses, these energetic poses, uh, like the ones you do and the ones that I teach in, in my weight loss without willpower, and what happens is. You not only strengthen the body and the mind, but you actually increase. And this is taught by the this is taught by the Asians, you know, for thousands of years. You actually strengthen the auric field so that you are increasing the strength of your immune system, and so reduces the likelihood of you getting sick. And and you feeling bad, and you being susceptible to other people's negative energy, and so on and so forth. So, so we reduce the stress level that people have. That's right. So you're sending out a completely different signal because you have done these exercises, and this signal it reduces your stress level, which is going to reduce the hormone secretions that make people gain weight, um, mm-hmm. and it's going to reduce the amount of negativity others try to uh, put in, uh, throw your way, or that they're unconsciously just projecting your way. And this happens all day long. But it's an interesting thing. When I first read about this, you know, that I'd see pictures uh, of um, people I train with and so on, and he'd point out to me that while in this pose, a big bubble of protected protective energy comes out and surrounds the body underneath your feet, above your head, and, and in all directions, just like an egg. And we've all heard wow. about, yeah, we've all heard about the aura. We never think yep. much of it. Nobody believe, you know, nobody but psychics and clairvoyants even believed there was such a thing until it was proven by curly and photography to exist. And And so it's an interesting situation is that once I got into holding the poses and, well, let's see if this increases my immune system. Let's see if this, and I will tell you, there's no doubt in my mind, absolutely no, that susceptibility to sickness, illness, uh, or anything is greatly, significantly reduced uh, to the point where you you really, without being pompous or anything, you just start to laugh at all the fear and paranoia so many people have of getting sick. Now, 
again, in the Asian culture, when they talk about the immune system, they're not talking about so much something inside your body. This is why holding the poses is so important in strengthening the aura. Because germs and viruses have to penetrate your outer shield first. And your outer shield is not your skin. It's that bubble of energy, that protective energy you have around you that is invisible to most. Once that invisible energy, that shield is strengthened, it makes it virtually impossible for these pathogens to get through. And nothing flies faster or moves faster than a bug without legs. Somebody sneezes, the pathogens fly through space very quickly. And they don't immediately go into your mouth. This is why you had the experience, I'm sure, of being sick, but before you got sick, you felt weak. And you knew something yep. was off. And where did you feel it? In your body, or was it a feeling outside? Well, it was a, I would have said it was kind of a feeling in my mind. But I, I do recall times where I uh, got really upset over something or got just, you know, sort of pushed off my center. And then yes. the next thing you know, I'm, I was sick. And I remember thinking, oh, you know, or whatever the emotions were and everything else. Like I lost control. And then... You know, I thought something's not right, and two days later I'm in bed with a fever. Right, exactly. And, and in, the, in the initial feeling you often get isn't really of being sick. It's being off balance, out of sync, yeah. off center. Yeah. And interesting thing of why holding poses is so great is not only does it make you stronger physically and mentally, but, and it strengthens your immune system and so on, but you get that protective energy around you, it's sending out positive energy. But if you are a person who uh, gets angry or depressed, that bubble of energy is reduced to barely, uh, to almost a barely visible level. So let's say you've got five, when you're really healthy and that aura is really out there and protecting you, you know, you've got five feet in every direction of protection. But when you get angry or depressed or upset, it immediately shrinks down to almost nothing, and there are holes in it. And so it's very easy for bacteria, viruses, et cetera, to penetrate. Now, um, again, this isn't something you really learn in Western science, but if people just open their mind to this idea and start to do these poses, not only do they get healthier, lose weight, get stronger, have more energy, but they get that immune protection. And yeah. this isn't something that um, that uh, the Chinese invented five years ago. This is something they've known for thousands of years in, in the samurai in Japan and so on and so forth. I had a man, yeah. I'll tell you, I, I teach uh, a whole series of, of exercises, and there was a man that I taught them to who uh, had MS from the time he was 19 and works uh, in a very stressful job and as an accountant and during tax season every year he would get really sick more than once several times and because of the stress level and because he didn't have a real strong immune system to begin with uh, if you have right. MS 
And he would do these exercises every single day. He did them for four months last year. He was not sick once, not a cold, not a snivel, nothing. And nice. when, tax was, when tax season was over, uh, he stopped doing the exercises. And in early May, two weeks after tax season, he came down with the cold. And... Nice. And he told me, he said, you know what, this is the first year in, in 20 years that I never got sick or anything during this time of year, and I stopped doing these exercises, and within a week, he came down with something. And so th this is an example. But I look at it um, that one of the ways I, I communicate this with the power of poses and stances is that your legs – are like magnetic poles, and they can draw energy from the earth. But if you stand in just any old way or sit any old way, they don't draw energy from the earth. In fact, you're losing energy. And most people, the way they walk and sit and stand and do things, they're getting more and more tired as the day goes on or even as the day starts. The, the day starts out, they're tired and exhausted, yep. and they haven't done anything yet. So, uh, so the whole idea is absolutely right. And then, you know, you think about it. Well, what if it, what if I'm sitting? What if I'm lying down? Are there poses I can do in those positions as well that energize me? Because it's not like I'm standing or in some kind of a standing posture. And the and as you know from your classes. Yes, even yes, when you're sure. Yeah, even yeah. when you're lying down or sitting, there is a way to do it to increase your energy and your strength and power. Yeah, and I want to just jump in too and reinforce a little bit about what you said. When when we're in a line, our body and our mind and our spirit are all in aligned, and we've got that uh, auric energy and everything going. And you had said, like, then the germ. I mean, because the germs and the bacteria and the viruses are all around us. They're all with us all the time. And I think our society wants to, our North American society, wants to turn the world into a sterile place. And, and I think, in my mind, the purpose of the bacteria and the viruses is to kind of keep everybody strong and to get rid of, you know, the, you know, the, weak, the weak, you know, basically if you had a herd of cows, it would get rid of the weak cows. It never takes on the strong cows or the bulls. And it reminded me of when I was out on the prairies. I have three uncles who have wheat farms. Mm -hmm. And we were going through the farm. We were going through the wheat fields. You know, they would walk around their wheat fields, see how the wheat's grown and everything else. And this wheat is it's green, it's growing, it's healthy. And there's this one little spot where there's just like, a thousand ants and bugs just going at this clump of wheat, mm -hmm. and it was a weak wheat. <laughs> you know how to say it, right? I mean, why were they going after that one stalk and none of the other ones they were even interested in? Well, it's because that one was the one that had been hurt or weak or, or whatever, and. When we're hurt or weak, that's when, like you were saying, we're susceptible to the disease, the viruses, the bacteria, getting sick, mental problems, and everything else. And I really love what you said about, yeah, because a, a lot of the meditation I do is sending energy through the top of my head, down through my body, through my feet, to the center of the earth, right? And 
Yeah, man, you feel really connected uh, when that happens. And yeah. with when my sons were about eight and eleven, I uh, came home from a, a seminar and I took my oldest son and put him on one side of my youngest son, and we put our arms under his uh, armpits and we just lifted him right up, right. And then I said, okay, no problem. I said, okay, now Jason. Pretend you're a tree and send those roots right down into the center of the earth. So we did it. We couldn't lift him up. Exactly. And my my oldest son was so excited. He said, oh, let me try that. Let me try that. Right? He wanted to experience it. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, as you saw a month ago, what's the first pose that I teach people? Stand like a tree. Right? And so you're standing and you're, you're sinking your legs in like roots. Those are your magnetic yep. poles. Your spine is stretching upward. You have your pelvis tucked in and you breathe yep. in a certain way and you sink and you pile on the energy. Uh, you, you're making yourself heavier and heavier and heavier. That's what we mean by piling. And you do this through your imagination. And your imagination, as um, we've heard a long time ago, uh, becomes the actual fact. And That's right. so what you're picturing in your mind and how you're breathing while you're doing this becomes real. Now, one of the things I flashed on when you were talking about the wheat was you think of this, think of all these germs and viruses they're out there, and they're everywhere. Yep. And they're just like these pickpockets. They're just like these con mm. artists. And they're looking yeah. at and they're looking at the photos of all the people out there and going, "All right, who should we go bother? Let's give him a cold. Let's give him a fever. <laughs> Let's give this one flu. Let's give this one this." And you know, any medical doctor will tell you. That everyone has cancer cells. Every single person, whether the person has the disease of cancer or not, has cancer cells inside his body and has viruses and has this. So what is it that makes it that the cells go nuts and take over? Because they're there. So this is why it's so important that what we're doing and what we're talking about goes way beyond just weight loss. Yeah. It goes beyond just the mind. It goes beyond improving. It goes into improving every area of your life, even the areas you didn't think would necessarily benefit from this way of exercising, this way of eating, and this way of thinking. And I have found that the fastest way to affect change in people is to get them doing the exercises first, get them doing the poses first. And once a person starts to feel good, once the person's energy has changed, even without him realizing it has, then that person is very eager to learn what's the next step. How should I eat? What's the best way to eat so I can feel even better than I'm feeling now? That's been my well, experience. Well, one of the things that you've said often to me is is that when you get everything in alignment, 
you don't feel like eating hot dogs and potato chips and drinking Coca-Cola. Oh, sorry, colas. <laughs> or Pepsis or 7-Ups or any of those other things that really cause a lot of the problems that we have in terms of our waste or in terms of our energy or our health. So you start wanting to eat organic foods. You start wanting to take time to really chew your food. You start wanting, you don't rush through the meals. You don't just gobble the food down. And you're getting higher nutrition food as opposed to high calorie food with little nutrition. Right. Yeah, you're getting food that's actually feeding the body instead of food that's starving. There is a yeah, and like you said, it starts out there in the etheric or in our mind, right? So if our mind's strong, our mind is in tune with our body and our mind is aligned with, with us and our soul and everything, then you start, and you're, and you're calm, right? Which is one of the things that really amazes me about these poses, both the yogi ones that I do and the ones that you've taught me is, you know, you really end up just sort of being quiet and focusing on stuff and everything then becomes really effortless. Yes. Effortless effort. Effortless effort. That's right. Awesome. Well, Matt, I know that you're heading off to uh, swim with the dolphins. I'm jealous, but... uh, (laughs) I love swimming with the dolphins. They're amazing, amazing beings. Yeah. Yeah, I have my two little ones waiting for me downstairs. I'm going to join them for a dolphin excursion here. Uh, it'll be a first for all of us and, uh, and a hell of a send-off uh, back to the U.S. So That's right. So I want to thank you for taking time out of your Hawaii trip to uh, share this awesome information with me and with all of our listeners, all uh, 150,000 of them, <laughs> and uh, we're uh, we're going to be doing this on a real regular basis now, and we're also going to be uh, from time to time doing video because Matt's going to be coming up to to uh, I almost said Hawaii, going to be coming up to Vancouver for a few days, so we're going to get together and sh- I'll show him some of the sites and we'll uh, we'll do some more videos like we did of the ones uh, down in Florida that are all posted now. So. Yeah. So if you want to uh, know more of the shows that we've done, head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. If you're interested in some of the courses that Matt has, head over to www.mattfury.com. And Fury is not spelt the way that most of us spell Fury, right, Matt? That's right. It's M-A-T-T-F-U-R-E-Y.com. Don't forget that E. That's right. So, well, I'll be seeing you in a few days. Yes, and I'm looking forward to it. It's been uh, about 11 years since I've been in Vancouver, or 10 years, 11 years since I've been in Vancouver. It's one of my favorite places in the world, so I'm really looking forward to being back up there. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, Matt, and enjoy your swim with dolphins, and you have to tell us all about it next time. Sounds great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you uh, in our next show. Bye-bye.